Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast, where you can find a new episode released every Thrive Thursday. I am a current clinical psychology graduate student, passionate about all things to do with mental health, relationships, healing, self-reflection, and other topics that influence us in our everyday lives. I created this podcast to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life and to share insightful and honest conversations with everyday individuals and informed professionals. Although the show is not a replacement for therapy, I hope the conversations had can inspire you to look within, to practice self-compassion, to gain more awareness, and to trust the process of your unique journey. If you resonate with the message of Trust and Thrive, make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. You can also stay connected by following me on Instagram at Trust and Thrive. Thank you for being here. Now let's get right into this week's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Tara Mont. Today is officially the first day of fall in the Northern Hemisphere. So if it's fall where you are located, I hope you're having a wonderful start to the season. I just want to welcome you, welcome anyone who's new to the show. Thank you for being here. I am very excited about the community growing, new listeners being here, and I'm just so thankful for all of you. So so if you want to follow along for more, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Trust and Thrive. I post a lot of my TikToks on Instagram, so if you want to be the first to see them, I would definitely follow on TikTok as well. I've recently been reflecting on what I want to talk about in this specific solo episode. Just in general, in the recent years of my life, I've really been prioritizing my needs and setting boundaries and learning to know what my needs are. And as a people pleaser or recovering people pleaser, I'd like to think I've really been learning more about what I've really been prioritizing, what boundaries look like, how they help me, how they help other people. And so in this episode, I do want to talk about the possible guilt and and discomfort and tough feelings that can come with boundary setting, especially if this is a new process for you. You're not used to setting boundaries or maybe expressing your needs and what's important to you. So, and if you want to support the show before we get into it, You can leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts. It would really, really, really mean a lot and help the show out. So thank you in advance if you choose to do so. And just welcome to any new listeners, anyone who's listened for a while. Thank you for being here. Any new listeners. And I've talked about the topic of boundaries. If you follow me on Instagram, you see that I pretty much post about boundaries, people pleasing, breaking cycles. And as we get into these episodes, I want to, as always, remind you that this show is not a replacement for therapy. What I'm sharing is simply my experience. There's no one size fits all to these types of situations. I'm simply sharing my experience with boundary guilt, where it's come from, and what I've been learning. So please take my experience as my experience and not something you necessarily need to do or is the right answer for you. This is hopefully the show can inspire you to have these conversations, spark conversation outside of the show with a professional, with a loved one, and work through your specific situation with maybe some similar tools. So a little bit of background of my experience with setting boundaries. Um, I feel like I'm in a job interview right now of like, 
I've been setting boundaries for this many years. Um, so I have been a people pleaser my whole life. I've been called a good girl growing up. I put others' needs before my own for many different reasons. Part of it was to keep the peace in my household, to stay safe emotionally. In many ways, I was told that I was a good girl. I was the I was the youngest child, the only daughter. And there was that like, she doesn't cause any issues and mainly because I didn't really express my needs. And so I overall developed this role and this idea of who I felt like I needed to be. And part of that would come with being liked. I was rewarded and praised for being liked by certain people. Oh, she's likable. Oh, she's sweet. So as I grew up, I associated my worth to this identity, thinking that I am lovable and worthy because other people like me, because others approve of me and my choices. And this is not just with family, but with friends and the outside world and with social media, thinking like, this is the life I need to have to be approved by others. And it is utterly exhausting, first of all. So if this resonates with you, I just want to acknowledge how tiring it is and how when you've lived your life like that for so long and someone may ask you like, oh, what do you want? What's important to you? And if you really, really take the time to reflect other than saying, I want to be liked, you may think, I don't even know what I really want, like aside from what others expect of me. I don't even know what that looks like. That can definitely feel scary and confusing and like you're thrown into the middle of nowhere because you don't have that. It may You may call it support or you may call it lifeboat. You don't have those people telling you who to be. And someone beautifully described it in one of the comments on a post. So shout out to you about feeling like a puppet and having those strings above you. And when you cut those off and you try to decide what you want and what your next move should be. You may think, oh my gosh, I don't know who I am without those voices, without someone telling me that this is right. Even if they're not literally telling you to do something, it's those voices internally, whether it's a loved one or a parent or someone when you were younger, rewarding you for doing X, Y, and Z, or telling you that this is the one right path to take. You may notice that you felt the most safe and loved and supported when you did X, Y, and Z. Of course, when we're rewarded as kids, whether it's with love or attention or affection, whatever it may be, we want to continue doing that. And that can be negative too. You may react a certain way and think, okay, this is the only way I'm going to get attention if I scream or if I do this. And so I digress. To get back to the topic at hand, as I grew up and I went to therapy and I've started working on myself. I would think, oh, I've always been pretty authentic and I've always kind of known who I was. And I think in many ways, I did have a strong sense of self just out of feeling really loved by my parents, which I'm really thankful for. At the same time, I'd say that strong sense of self, to me, that strong sense of self kind of felt like an illusion looking back because it makes sense to me. (laughs) That's just what comes up of thinking, When I thought I was making authentic choices, they were still influenced heavily by certain people in my life or certain messages or certain ideas of what I thought I should do. And that being said, I am proud of the choices I've made and I don't have any regrets, honestly. There are things I could have done differently, but I personally don't, I don't see regrets as something that has helped me. I don't think I would be where I am without the choices I've made. And I can also acknowledge that my choices were heavily influenced by 
everything around me and not really my own needs. And of course, we're all influenced by the world around us. That's just the reality. We can't not be. But to what extent, I'd say. I don't think it's realistic to not be influenced. I think having influence about the world around us is important. We care about those around us. There are messages that are healthy and important for us to consider living in our own worlds without empathy or taking in other people's opinions is not healthy. But in my case, it wasn't just about being influenced to some degree. It was like heavily to a point where I didn't even know. I didn't even know what choices were authentic to me or if I was just a puppet taking that next step or moving along or autopiloting. So these last few years, as I have looked back, it has come with a lot of grief of realizing what was I influenced by and were these choices choices I would make now, which which most of them are not because I've just changed so much. What I thought was clarity was actually just an illusion of a world that seemed ideal. I thought, oh, this is authentic. This is what I should do. Makes sense. But I was just taking those steps. I was autopiloting, not listening to what I need, what's important to me, not reflecting on what are my values outside of my household, outside of my family. When you grow up in a household, you normalize what you see. And so, of course, I've nor- I normalized what I saw growing up in my household, which most of us do, because we don't know any better. We think, okay, this makes sense. These are the values and beliefs I should feed into and believe because it's what my loved ones believe. And when you grow up, it's common to see your parents and adults around you as the ones who know everything. And so as you become your own adult, you grow up, at least for me, there can be a lot of grief and there has been a lot of grief and letting go and unlearning what I thought was in quotes, the right way, because I don't think there is one right way for anything. And as a people pleaser, I had to unlearn that my needs have to take a back burner or that my needs don't matter as much. This can look any way, but for me, it was mostly my emotional needs. And so as I went to therapy and as I grew up and as I've been unlearning these beliefs that I still am unlearning, I started to set boundaries and I was not always met with a great response especially because I was a certain way growing up. So once I started to speak up for myself or I had boundaries or I changed what was the norm in a certain dynamic, that frustrated that frustrated people in my life, that confused people. And not to say that everyone reacted negatively, but it's it's normal when any system is is hit with a big change. It affects not one person, not one individual, not that one person who brought up the change. It affects the whole system and not just that generation, generations moving forward and past generations. If things were done a specific way, say, for example, in your family, in your household, and they've been doing it, maybe your parents or loved ones say, this is how it's been done for many years, for many generations. Oh, we always, even if it's not outwardly said verbally, and it's just like, oh, for example, we don't have boundaries in this family. We're very enmeshed. If you see that, like that's been the norm for your family and you tell each other everything, there are not really any boundaries set. You're one of the first to set those and to change that dynamic. You may be seen as the black sheep. You may be seen as the outsider, the person who's ungrateful, who doesn't care, who's the messed up one in quotes, especially if you're a people pleaser who is finally learning to set boundaries 
and you've been changing in those ways, listening to yourself, you may hear comments like, what happened to you? You used to be so nice. You used to care. You used to love your family. I miss the old you. And that's okay if they do. You don't have to change anyone. You shouldn't have to change anyone. That's not your responsibility. And you can also acknowledge that those feelings can be valid for them. That's how they feel because they may be so used to a specific way of doing things. You can validate that that's a feeling they're having and acknowledge that you're doing the right thing for you and not just for you. When you start to honor your truth and set boundaries and listen to yourself, you are doing a favor for others in your life because you're creating a more authentic connection and relationship. This can be a whole other episode going into how people-pleasing and building up resentment can be so hurtful for relationships. I want to remind you that it is completely valid to be hurt too by someone's response. It's completely valid to be hurt by a boundary and to be hurt by someone's response to your boundary. But I think how it's handled is so important. And I've been getting comments on my Instagram about how to handle specific situations. For example, maybe someone said, I've been setting a boundary with a loved one. I've been doing it over and over and nothing's changed. What do I do? And like I said, I am not here to offer advice, but this is a reminder that unfortunately there are some cases where people won't respect your boundary. They won't understand. They won't like the version of you that you're growing into. And it's funny too, because I posted a reel about saying like, if someone says you've changed and responding with thanks for noticing, And a lot of people in the comments have been saying, what if it's bad change? That's so narcissistic and selfish of you. And of course, I'm not talking about that kind of change. And out of context, anything can be, you know, taken in a different way. Um, But specifically, that post was about being a people pleaser. And I also just didn't expect a lot of people to see that. And so when it's just a reminder to not take everything so literally. And I'm also being aware of that now that I'm posting about what is certain things may come off as and that's okay. But in that case, when someone says you've changed, I'm talking about when you're a people pleaser and you're finally starting to set boundaries and listen to yourself and honor your needs. And someone says you've changed as if it's a bad thing that you're finally listening to yourself. You're finally reflecting on what's important to you. And when you start to reflect on what your needs are and you set those boundaries as difficult as they may be, that does not mean that Other people's opinions don't matter. That does not mean that everyone else's needs are not as important. I think that's a very common misconception that like once you're starting to listen to yourself and set boundaries and listen to your needs, that means like I'm more important than everyone else. I'm going to be selfish now. That's not what it means. For some people, that's what it may look like. That may not be what I want to do or what I agree with, but that's their journey. For me, as I've started to reflect on what's important to me, what my needs are outside of what others and other outside of what I think should be my needs, it's made me a better friend and a partner and a loved one because the more respect I have for myself and being honest with myself, the more respect I've had for others and their most authentic self and boundaries that they share with me, I appreciate them more because I think It takes so much guts to be honest and to really make a decision with all those voices in your head, whether it's your parents growing up that you're thinking about or your friends or other members of your family or the messages you see or social media. 
it's so hard to tune in and think, okay, I'm getting all these opinions. I'm thinking of everyone else's approval. What do I want? And that can be the hardest thing to do when you've spent your whole life, whether it's as small as choosing an ice cream flavor or making a career choice or choosing a partner based on what other people want. When you finally start to listen to yourself, it can feel like a mix of feelings. It can feel both liberating and also terrifying and overwhelming because the possibilities are endless. Because you can literally decide to be whoever you want to be outside of who others expect you to be. It's not easy. It's not like one day you just switch and all of a sudden you know all your needs. I mean, for some people, of course, it looks different. But for me, this has been a lifelong journey. Every day I have to reflect and make conscious decisions. And I have many moments, many, many moments where I still make decisions based on what I think other people would want me to do or what I think would make me look like a better friend or partner, whatever it is. Because I've learned that my worth and to be loved that I feel like I need to be a certain way. And so I'm still unlearning that. Imagine if you've been like that for, say, I'm 27 years old, say like 23 plus years, and I'm just now in the last few years learning to listen to myself. That's not going to happen overnight. I still don't know what most of my needs look like. I still make choices that I'm not proud of because I think, oh, I didn't actually want to do that or I don't think that felt authentic to me. If you're on this journey, please be patient with yourself. Whether this is new to you, whether this is something you've been working on, or if you don't resonate with this, maybe a loved one is going through this process. But no matter what, we all have boundaries in some way in our lives, or we don't. But if you're looking to have boundaries, then know that it is also a lifelong journey. Our needs are always changing. Even if I think, oh, I know myself now. Tomorrow, what I want and need is going to look different based on my experiences and what's happening in my life. And so I hope this episode was a reminder that you are not alone. If you feel like the black sheep in your family, your group, if you feel like you've been shamed for trying to change the norm or to listen to yourself, please know that it is a journey. You may not always be accepted or approved. It's not always going to look like, oh, Thanks for telling me your boundary. I'm really thankful. (laughs) No, you're going to get pushback at times. You're going to lose relationships at times. You may grieve in many ways. It's not an easy journey. I still struggle with boundary guilt, with feeling like a terrible person, with questioning myself, with just feeling confused, with wondering if I made the right decision. It's so exhausting But what I found to be more exhausting is shape-shifting and changing who I feel like I really wanted to be so that I could be approved and loved by other people. So this is the path I am on. If this is something that resonates with you, if you're curious to hear more on this topic, whatever it may be, please reach out. Let me know. You can leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts. You can reach me on Instagram or TikTok at Trust and Thrive. And you can also email me at trustandthrive at gmail.com. If you have a guest suggestion or you have a specific topic you want to hear on the show, 
I'd love to know. And I just want to thank you for being here. So make sure to subscribe, follow, stay tuned wherever you listen to the show. And we will be back with a new episode next Thrive Thursday. Thursday.